Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, August the 8th. I hope you're having a great day. We are glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM. Uh, we welcome our listeners on the radio app, on the podcast, uh, those watching today on Facebook and YouTube. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your schedule to join us and uh, to be with us. And hopefully you'll get a blessing today. Hopefully there'll be something said from uh, the, the scriptures, uh, maybe a song that is sung on the radio, maybe just even a, an announcement. We'll encourage you today. Uh, but I hope you're having a good day. I hope you're on the winning side. And uh, here we are. It is August and it feels like August. You remember last week uh, we were talking about how it got you know a little cool for about two days. It, well, it wasn't cool. It was just relatively cooler. Uh, but we're back in summer and we're getting close to school starting. I'm very excited about uh, a, a week away, a little less than a week away, uh, first day of school for Victory Christian Academy. Uh, we got some schools that are starting in our area on the 21st. And then I think we've got a couple starting on the 28th. So it's about three weeks in a row, three Mondays in a row where school is starting. And let's be much in prayer for all of our students and all of our teachers and, and uh, the parents. You say, well, do we need to pray for the parents because they're sending the students to school? I think we still need to pray for the parents and pray for uh, God to give us a great school year as, as, as families and as a church family. Uh, let's be much in prayer for that. We're looking forward to a great uh, service tomorrow night. We're back in our Bible study on the book of Revelation. I'm looking forward to that. Uh, tomorrow night will be our last uh, service or last uh, uh, time of Summer Kids Club. We'll start on the 16th. We'll start Master Clubs back up for our children. Of course, Teens on Target, they're consistent. They roll summertime, school year, and all of that. But we're looking forward to a great service, and we're looking forward to a great day on Sunday, back to school Sunday. I hope you'd be much in prayer uh, for that. Let's pray today for our church, our school. Let's pray for our ministries. Let's pray for our missionaries. Uh, you know, we have a lot of missionaries that come through our church and that is absolutely intentional. I do not want our church to forget about worldwide missions. I know we've got the, the, the boards up with the, the prayer card and the letter, and I know we've got the page that we printed out back in Jan December or January with a list of all the missionaries, uh, but I want you to keep missions in front of you. And for those that are listening today, uh, you say, well, how can I get involved in missions? Well, you can pray for missionaries. Uh, you can give for missions. We have at our church about 91 or 92 missionaries that we support every month for $130 a month. I want to tell you, that adds up. That's a lot of money that goes out every month for missions. You say, why do we do that? Because we're trying to reach souls. We're trying to get the gospel out. And, and so, so that's not a ministry we're trying to cut back on. That's a ministry we're trying to expand. We want to reach more. And so I hope you pray for our missionaries. That's why I try to always mention, pray for our missionaries. Uh, pray for all of the ministries of our church. Pray for our members. Pray for those that are sick. Pray for those that are struggling uh, with health. And uh, let's uh, be in prayer uh, for God to use our lives and pray that we would be what God 
would have us to be. We're going to go to a song, and after this song, I'm excited to introduce to you a brand new series we're going to start today. We finished yesterday that series on prayer. Remember all those lessons about prayer and the different aspects, and I hope that was a help to you, and I hope you've already put it into practice in your prayer life, but we're going to start a new lesson right after this song. Why I'm so convinced that the Bible is true I'm here to tell you it's only because I've come through enough to see what faith does Faith sees the invisible, believes the impossible Receives the incredible, no matter what it was Faith moves the unmovable, proves the unprovable For anyone willing to song. Let's take our Bibles, and if you're driving, do not take your Bible and start turning pages, okay? Keep your hands on the wheel, keep your eyes on the road, but uh, maybe if you're at home, or if you're at work, or if you're at a place where you have a Bible, um, you can uh, turn to Hebrews chapter 11. Hebrews 11 is a one of my favorite passages in Scripture. I preached through this passage of Scripture about four or five years ago in church, And then this last year, I went through Hebrews 11 in our school chapels uh, with our students. And I'm telling you, I I hope it helped the students, but I know it helped me. Because Hebrews 11 is what we call the Hall of Faith chapter, or you could say it's God's Hall of Fame. These are individuals that God specifically points out and recognizes because of their great faith. You know, the Bible says that God is looking for faith today. Uh, When he comes, will he find faith on the earth? Uh, It is required in stewards that a man be found faithful. Well, how can you be faithful? How can you be committed? It's because you first have faith, you have trust in God and his word, and that God, what he says, he will do. Uh, That the word of God is true, and this is the reason, and this is the motivation for life. So Hebrews 11 in your Bibles, verse number one, The Bible says, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. So so what is faith? 
Faith is believing something that you cannot see. Uh, faith is not easy. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, sometimes that's why we struggle the most because we can't figure it all out because we can't understand it, because we cannot explain it. Let me give you a great example, in my opinion, a great example of faith. We cannot see the wind. When the wind is blowing, you cannot see the wind. I cannot see the wind. We can see the effects of the wind, right? You can see the, the branches blowing. You can see the leaves blowing. You can see perhaps uh, something blowing across the parking lot or whatever. You can see the effects of the wind, even though you cannot actually see the wind. But can I tell you, there's some power in the wind. We had just a few weeks ago, we had, as a matter of fact, Brother Nathan, you were uh, up in um, uh, Colonial Heights with our teens at the youth conference, and I was driving uh, some of our ladies from our youth group, my, my girls and some of the others who were in the volleyball camp. We were driving up to Virginia, and I'm telling you what, it was a terrible storm. It was awful, uh, the rain and the wind, but it wasn't nearly as bad here as it was in Rocky Mount. You remember that tornado that went through and wiped out that uh, entire uh, uh, factory and, uh, and houses were damaged and you can still see, I, I've, I guess I haven't been down there for the last week or so, but on Interstate 95, you can see that path where the storm went right across Interstate 95, trees on both sides, trees in the middle that were just snapped. I mean, like you would snap a, a toothpick those trees are just snapped and just uh, the, the path of devastation. There's a lot of power. Well, you can't see the wind, but there's a lot of power in the wind. Uh, you maybe can't see uh, uh, God. You may, maybe can't see uh, the Holy Spirit of God at work, uh, Holy Spirit, but you can see him at work and you can see the evidence of what faith can do. There's power in faith. There's power in the word of God. Faith is believing without seeing. The Old Testament word is, is the word trust. Uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, what a familiar passage that is. Trust in the Lord with all thine heart. Well, what does that mean? It means believe. It means to have faith. It means to put your confidence in the Lord. You can trust Him. The Bible tells us in Hebrews 10 and verse number 38, it says, now the just shall live by faith. That passage is quoted from the Old Testament. Habakkuk 2 is one place where it says the just shall live by faith. We're talking about saved people. We're talking about people that have been justified, people that have been uh, saved, people that have been redeemed. You and I, we cannot live apart from faith. We must have faith. You can't live for God, and I cannot live for God without faith. Faith is going to be evident in how we live. Not just saying, I believe God, or not just saying, I have faith in God, but by living according to that faith. Romans 14, the Bible says, whatsoever is not of faith is sin. So what does faith do? Let's look at Hebrews 11. It says in verse number six, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. Wow, think about that statement. Without faith, it is impossible to please God. It doesn't say it's hard to please God without faith. It doesn't say it's, it's, it's difficult or it's unlikely, but it says it is impossible to please God without faith. Notice the rest of verse six. It says, for he that cometh to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently 
seek him. God rewards faith. He that cometh to God, when you come to God, when I come to God, we must believe that he is God. Uh, we must believe that he is able to hear. He is able to answer. He is able to do exceeding abundantly above all that we ask or think. First John 5, 4, the Bible says, this is the victory that overcometh the world, even our faith. You say, Pastor, I'm having trouble today overcoming the world. I'm having trouble with my flesh. I'm having trouble with the devil. How do I overcome? How do I be victorious? How can I live on the winning side as we have named this broadcast? How can we be winners? How can we be victorious? Well, the Bible gives us the answer. It is our faith that gives us victory to overcome the world. So let's look at Hebrews 11. We find a list of Bible characters. Who are these Bible characters? Who is included in this list of the, the Hall of Fame, the Hall of Faith chapter? Well, there are some prophets. Hallelujah for some prophets. Uh, there are some patriarchs. There are men like Abraham and, and, and Isaac, the, those that the children of Israel looked to as the fathers of their nation. However, and please Please hear me out on this and please follow through this series and don't just take a little bit I say and take it out of context, but you know who else is listed in Hebrews 11? Not just prophets, not just patriarchs, but there's a prostitute who is listed, uh, Rahab who is listed in uh, this passage. There are murderers listed in this passage. There are deceivers. There are failures. You say, well, who's that? I would consider Samson and how he failed, and how that he got away from God, and how he, he wist not, he didn't even know that the Spirit of God was departed from him. But yet Samson is listed in Hebrews 11. Uh, there is an adulterer listed in Hebrews 11, David, a man of great faith, but yet a man who sinned, but he got right. Uh, there are pa parents of wayward children. Interesting. We'll talk about that. But these were ordinary people. These were not perfect people. But these were ordinary people that believed that God could do extraordinary things. And friend, you know what we are today? We're just ordinary people. We're just sinners that have been saved by the grace of God. But we serve an extraordinary God. And we have promises from God of what God can do if we will trust Him, if we will have faith, if we will just believe God. Why are they mentioned? Why are these folks mentioned in Hebrews 11 and, and others are not? I don't know the answer to that question. I don't know exactly why God included some and he didn't include others. I know there are some that I would have included in this list that are not there. There are some in this list that I probably would not have included. But this is not my Hall of Faith chapter. This is God's Hall of Faith chapter. They're mentioned not because of great accomplishments. Now think about that. In the world's eyes, we look at what have you accomplished? Uh, uh, how much money have you made? Uh, how many touchdowns have you scored? Uh, uh, how many uh, songs have you produced? Or whatever it may be. That's how the world sees things. But this is not a list of great accomplishments. This is a list of men and women who had faith in God. They believed God. I want to ask you today, do you believe God? Do you have faith in God? Uh, you say, well, pastor, I've got a lot of problems. Well, join the crowd. We all do. You say, well, I just don't know. I've had some failures in my life and I've had some disappointments. Again, take a number. We all have. But do you believe God? Do you trust God? Do you believe that God is able to do great and mighty things in your life? I want to tell you, He is able and He wants us to trust Him. I think of this passage 
in the Gospels uh, when one of the disciples cried out to Jesus, and I should have written, uh, should have written out which one it was, but one of the disciples said to Jesus, Lord, I believe, help thou mine unbelief. And maybe as we go into this series on faith and the Hall of Faith chapter, maybe that'd be a good prayer for us to pray. Lord, I believe, but help my unbelief. Lord, I believe, but I know I could believe more. Lord, I have faith, but I know I need more faith. Lord, increase my faith. Help me to be a man. Help me to be a person. Help me to be an individual that has faith in you. And I hope this passage will help you. Let's today, let's be a people of faith. Because without faith, it is impossible to please God. I hope you have a great day today. Thanks so much for tuning in. And we'll look forward to seeing you tomorrow. God bless you. Have a great day. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.